Welcome back to another episode of the Velocity Cast. This week, I want to talk a little bit about choices and my framework around choices. Uh, essentially, a new framework that I try to utilize that I think can be helpful for you. Uh, and, and really, it boils down to an action-centric philosophy with regard to making most choices in life. So one thing that I think is important is to take a step back, first and foremost. If we think about life in general, if we think about opportunity, if we think about our station in life and where we ultimately end up, you can trace most of these things back to small, singular choices. I like to think about uh, you know, habits in terms of conscious choice, right? Like very small habits consistently over time can have massive results on progress, on, on where you end up on, you know, careers, on friendships, on, you know, major life hurdles, right? The entire premise behind the book Atomic Habits is that very small things become very big things over time. And choices are really the fundamental building block of these habits, so if we think about going through your typical day, right, you are likely confronted with countless opportunities to make a choice or make a decision. And a lot of times these moments seem small and infinitesimal and kind of, you know, not anything of note or substance. But what you can realize is that most major events can be traced back to these small moments. So if, for example, we are talking about getting in shape, becoming healthy, becoming more fit, fitness is the result of a small choice to get up and go to the gym or go for a run or spend some time stretching. There are a million little things that you can do that will impact your fitness long term. And it's often a small choice. I actually heard about a uh, James Clear actually mentioned this on a podcast that he was on, where he knew of a guy who wanted to commit to getting fit. And so he actually created a habit and a routine of showing up at the gym. And it seems counterintuitive, but what he did was he only allowed himself to be there for five minutes or whatever. So he was mastering the art of showing up. He was mastering the choice of physically going to the gym. And that was his win. And he did that for a couple of weeks. And, and you may think that that's kind of a waste. It's like, well, you're there. Why wouldn't you work out? But the point is he was putting in effort to make that choice subconscious and to make that choice an afterthought so that he could work on the next choice, which is, you know, completing some type of fitness routine or some type of, you know, workout. And so the point is that your fitness boils down to a decision that you make to show up in so many avenues of life, making the decision to show up or to go to the thing or to do that small task will have a ripple effect that is substantially larger than that initial choice. And so I want us to understand the importance of these small decisions because they always, always, always contribute to larger outcomes. And I want you to take a, another step back and think about all of these small choices that you make throughout a day. One of the things that I've tried to coach people on often over the years is to just 
not make two bad decisions in a row. So we are human beings. We are going to make mistakes. We're going to do things that are that go against our goals or the things that we want to accomplish, right? So to use our fitness example, there are going to be days where maybe we know we should go to the gym, but we don't, or where we get to the gym and we don't finish all of our workout or we leave early or we get distracted or whatever it is, right? A million things can happen. And part of long-term success is really twofold. It's one, it's not beating yourself up when you make a mistake because you're going to. But the second piece of this is just not making two mistakes in a row. So let's say we have failed to go to the gym, right? I, you know, something came up, maybe we fell asleep on the couch, we got distracted, whatever it is. We, we didn't, we didn't go to complete our workout that day. Well, at the next meal, we are then confronted with another choice to maybe eat something healthier something that I know I should be eating to match my goals or to get fast food or whatever it is. Problems arise when bad decisions compound, when the choice to not go to the gym leads to a choice to eat poorly at the next meal, which leads to maybe a decision to stay up late and not sleep enough, which then leads to us feeling bad the next day, which then creates this virtuous cycle of badness that drives us further away from our goals. So understanding that mistakes will happen, accepting that and and being kind to yourself when they do, but also being firm in your decision to not allow those mistakes to compound. So if you fail to go to the gym and you weren't able to check that box, cool, make sure you eat healthy uh, at the next opportunity. Make sure you drink enough water that day. Make sure you get to bed early to get a good night's sleep. So now you've offset your one bad decision or your one mistake by making a series of good choices. And so now we're tipping the scales in a positive direction towards getting us closer to our goals. So every single one of these little decisions can actually have a substantial impact. And it's very easy to see how people kind of get derailed and slide towards a a negative direction and, and stop making progress. And it's also very easy to see how one bump in the road can just be something that doesn't derail us at all if we're able to stay diligent and committed to progress in every other decision that we make. And so one of the things or frameworks that has been helpful for me in decision making is to make the easy decisions easy to make, which I'll explain what I mean by that, and to not give most decisions more weight than they deserve. So there's really, if we if we want to define this as, there's two types of choices that we may be confronted with on any given day. Type one choices are small things. They are easy to correct if we're wrong. So, it, you know, the ripple effect initially is small. They are more frequent. The stakes are lower. There's not as much on the line. Uh, making a mistake or choosing incorrectly has a minimal effect on our long-term health, happiness, success, whatever. So these are type one choices. These are definitely going to be the most frequent choices that we face. And and I'll explain uh, more about that uh, in a moment. Type two choices are ones where being wrong is costly, where it's very difficult or impossible to undo this decision or to, to change our decision once it's made. There are severe ripple effects. There is potentially massive change or uh, damage that can be done 
initially from making this decision. So these are, you know, the, the big ones. These are things like, you know, a type two choice would be, uh, okay, to use an extreme example, right, getting in a bar fight or whatever, where if you strike somebody, you can cause severe and lasting damage. Your life can change in an instant if you injure that individual and now you get arrested or you get sued or whatever. So that split second decision has a massive ripple effect potentially on your life in a negative way. And even if it's not a bad outcome, type two choices are the type of things where the outcome is substantial in either way. So it could be something where making that decision leads to abundance and happiness and success. Uh, but point being, it's hard to undo. So choosing which city to buy a house in or to settle down in is a, a, a substantial choice, right? That can give you certain opportunities. And there's definitely uh, opportunity cost to picking one place over another. So type two choices are the ones that have some weight behind them that are incredibly important that definitely require thought. And so the framework is you want to determine anytime you need to make a decision, which will be frequently throughout the day you need to determine what type of choice it is. Majority of the time, nine times out of 10, or even nine and a half times out of 10, it's gonna be a type one choice. It's gonna be something where you need to make a decision, but if you are incorrect or you make a mistake, it's very easy to fix. When you are confronted with type two choices, this is where you wanna slow down. You wanna sleep on it, probably give it at least 24 hours to make an actual decision. You wanna weigh the pros and cons. You wanna give it some time to marinate because when you do ultimately make a decision, it's hard to take back. We are faced with a number of type two choices, type two decisions in our life that require us to give them the weight that they deserve and give them adequate thought and time. The problem is many of us give type one choices the same weight and importance as type two choices, meaning we don't want to make a decision. We're worried about being wrong. And this hesitation causes us to actually not make a choice at all. And I want you to understand that not making a choice is itself a choice. And so the goal of type one choices is iteration, rapid iteration, meaning you want to make them as quickly as possible and then take the information that you gain from making those decisions and let that inform your next decision. So what we're trying to do with type one choices is run up the score on the board in either direction. Now, some of them are going to be wrong, and that's a score for the opposing team. Some of them are going to be right. That's a score for us. But what we're trying to do is accumulate as many points as possible, make as many decisions as possible, because these decisions bring with them information or opportunities or new perspectives. And so by making these decisions quickly and making a large number of them, we are then changing our potential route, our future potential, our career potential. We're changing our perspective. We're gaining all this information that can then help us make a more informed decision when we are confronted with a type two choice or something that is more important. So hesitation to act is more detrimental than choosing incorrectly for nine out of 10 of the choices that we need to make in any given day. And I find that many people hesitate where they should not hesitate. And I want you to understand that the, the stakes are low for most of the choices that you need to make. And you're actually doing more damage by not choosing, by not taking action, by not stepping forward. And so if you can use this framework and you can convince yourself 
that you can undo most of the decisions that you make if you're incorrect, that just choosing something is better than waiting in most instances. This action forward mentality is going to open up more doors for you. It's going to give you more opportunities. It's going to allow you to take in more information and more information is more power, means more opportunity. The chances that will present themselves to you, the opportunities that will present themselves, the relationships that you will develop, the advancements that you will make will compound over time if you can make more frequent, more rapid type one decisions, type one choices. And so my goal for you this week, what I would encourage you to do is when you find yourself hesitating, go back to the framework, decide for yourself if the choice that you're making is actually that important. And most of the time it won't be. Not to say that it doesn't contribute to something important because ripple effects of small choices can be large, but the ripple effects are about compounding those choices, compounding those decisions over time. And so the only way to do that is to take more action, is to do more things, is to make those choices more frequently. And that is how small decisions have outsized effects, have outsized positive effects, if you can commit to making those decisions and those choices more frequently. So I would encourage you this week to, the next time you're faced with a decision or a choice that you need to make, most of the time it's gonna be a type one choice. And if you can use that framework to determine that that is the case, then what you should do is make that decision quickly, take in the information, use your newfound perspective, and try to rapidly make a series of additional choices because that is what will get you ultimately closer to where you wanna be that will help you accomplish your goals uh, faster and more efficiently. And that is what will open up more opportunities to you in the future. So make more choices, don't give them undue weight. And until next week, have a wonderful weekend. <music>